Hello, this is Bal Kadmon, and I'd like to thank you for watching and or listening to this podcast. Welcome. This is Mages and Mystics Podcast Episode 3. And this is a special episode because I'm going to give you a glimpse of the ancient Mesopotamian course, uh, particularly one video. Uh, if you recall in the previous podcast, I mentioned sort of in passing uh, someone who was very important for the development of ancient Mesopotamian spiritual beliefs. And today you're going to watch a video about her. Now, I still have a lot to do in the Ancient Mesopotamian course, so this is just one of just a few videos that are produced. I still have, I still have a lot more to do, but I do hope you enjoy this video. Enheduanna. Welcome back. In this section of the course, we cover two great figures that define the Akkadian rule in Mesopotamia. Sargon, the founding leader of the empire, and his great-grandson, Naram-Sin. But there is someone that I think has done more for the spirituality of Mesopotamia than anyone else, and many don't give her any credit, and that is Enheduanna, Sargon's daughter. You might know of her poems to the goddess Inanna, but perhaps you did not know her name. If you look on Amazon, you may have seen this book. I know many of you in our community know this book since I have seen several posts about it over the years. Well, it is Enerduana that we have to thank for this beautiful, worshipful poetry to the great goddess Inanna. In this video, I will discuss what we know about her. Enheduanna, approximately 2286 to 2251, was the first known author by name. Sargon placed great faith in her by appointing her high priestess to one of the most important temples in the land, and trusting and tasking her with uniting the Sumerian and Akkadian gods to ensure the success of the Akkadian Empire. This is a lot more important than one would think, and Heduana's literary legacy is as impressive as her influence during her lifetime. She not only surpassed her father's expectations, but also altered the entire Mesopotamian culture by changing the nature of the gods through her writings. Her writings altered people's perception of the divine. This means that even our conception of these gods is influenced because of her. We may not know as much as we know without her work. She essentially syncretized the Mesopotamian religions. But it goes even further than that. She is also credited with establishing the conventions of poetry, prayers, and psalms that were prevalent throughout ancient civilizations in that region, resulting in the invention and enhancement of the types of literature we recognize today. This is something no one knows about, but it's true. Scholar Paul Krywazik, I hope I'm pronouncing his name correctly, writes, her compositions, though only rediscovered in modern times, remained models of petitionary prayer for centuries. Through the Babylonians, they influenced and inspired the prayers and psalms of the Hebrew Bible and the Homeric hymns of Greece. Through them, faint echoes of Enheduanna, the first named literary author in history, can even be heard in the hymnody of the early Christian church. This is a very powerful statement, and we owe her great thanks for this. 
So what do we know about her specifically? In Heduanna's name means High Priestess of An, the Sky God, or En Priestess, the wife of the god of Nana. She hailed from the northern city of Akkad and was Semitic-born, who moved to Ur and took on a name more suitable for the Sumerian culture that was already there. She was responsible for the temple complex and the spiritual and religious affairs of the temple. Now, not everything was easy going back then, because the Akkadians were an invading force, they were constant uprisings, and in one account, a Sumerian rebel named Lugal-An forced her and Heduana into exile. She writes about it in her exaltations to Inanna. She states, Funeral offerings were brought as if I had never lived there. I approached the light, but the light scorched me. I approached the shade, but I was covered with a storm. My honeyed mouth became succumbed. Tell An about Lugal An and my fate. May An undo it for me. As soon as you tell An about it, An will release me. Through divine intercession, and Heduan was finally restored to her rightful place in the temple, Inanna heard her prayers. She wrote three main hymns to Inanna. One is called The Great-Hearted Mistress, The Exaltation of Inanna, and The Goddess of the Fearsome Powers. These hymns reimagined and revolutionized the idea of the gods, and they were all composed by her. And Heduana's poetry, in addition to her hymns, provides a glimpse into her personal struggles and ambitions, her religious devotion, her abhorrence of war, and her perspective on the world around her. The impact of these works on Mesopotamian conception of their gods, apart from their beauty and obvious skill, was profound. Through her work, Enheduanna drew the Sumerian and Akkadian deities closer to the land's inhabitants, thus creating a more comprehensive perspective than either culture had before. For example, Nana, the moon god, became a more sympathetic character because Enheduanna emphasized his compassion. Inanna was likewise elevated from a local agricultural goddess into the all-powerful queen of heaven. What I really like about her work is her openness and her melding of her sensual side with her spiritual and religious side. And often Mesopotamia, the, the literature in Mesopotamia did just that. In her own words, You are magnificent, your name is praised, you alone are magnificent. My lady, I am yours. This will always be so. May your heart be soothed towards me. Your divinity is resplendent in the land. My body has experienced your great punishment. Lament, bitterness, sleeplessness, distress, separation, mercy, compassion, care, lenience, and homage are yours. And to cause flooding to open hard ground and to turn darkness into light. She often gives herself physically to the goddess within the hymn, which is indeed very erotic in tone. Now, some say she did not compose these, but they were written by a male scribe. I do not think there is any evidence to suggest this. I mean, perhaps a male scribe chiseled them into cuneiform, but those are her words. The British archaeologist Sir Leonard Woolley in 1927 excavated at the Sumerian site of Ur and discovered the Enheduanna calcite disc. The disc unearthed from her tomb depicts Enheduanna 
her assistant Ada, her hairdresser Ilum Palilis, and her scribe Sagadu. The royal inscription reads, and Heduana, Zidu priestess, wife of the god Nana, daughter of Sargon, king of the world, and the temple of the goddess Inanna. The disc emphasizes Enheduanna's importance and great power over Sumerian culture in her time, as well as her position of great power and influence in general. It is a testament to her lasting impact on civilization that she is still venerated to this day, and that poems and prayers are still composed in the manner she established over 4,000 years ago. There you have it, one video from the Ancient Mesopotamia course. I hope you enjoyed it. If you're interested in learning when this course is going to come out, and I might throw some extra bonus material, you can go to occultcourses.com forward slash meso and sign up for the updates. And uh, for those who sign up, they will get a special rate even below the pre-release rate. So it'll be very exciting. And let me tell you, this is going to be a massive course. It's going to have a lot of magic in it. It's going to have a lot of spirituality in it. And of course, always history. And I really look forward to getting this out to you. Until then, see you in the next podcast. So mote it be.